Hey, my name is Anam, and today I'm here with Caio, another teacher of English. We started teaching together uh, more or less 10 years ago, right? Oh my god, it was a long time ago. Long time ago. And since that time, we have seen a lot of different mistakes that the students do. So, to talk about them, I separated here in three topics. And let's start with the mistakes, the common mistakes students do when they are writing. Kai, what's the most common mistakes you can notice, you can see when the students are writing things? Well, um, it's a funny topic because most of the times all these students make the same mistakes. It's really funny. I think uh, one of the most common mistakes are students confusing have and has. Ah, classic. What's the difference, Hannah? When do I use have and when do I use has? One of the most common mistakes make is the difference between have and has. And it's very easy. Pay attention. When I use the sentences in the present, I use have for I, you, we, and they. And I use has for he, she, and it. Yeah, there's one, one topic in this grammar, precisely, that they make a lot of confusion. When the subject is everyone, for example. So, instead of saying everyone has, they say everyone have, because they think everyone as the meaning is a lot of people, right? They think it's like they, the pronoun they, when in fact it is it. Very nice, perfect. It's every single person. So it's everyone has a dog. Exactly. And that's a very common mistake. Talking about have and has, there's another one that I don't know if you realize that too, but a lot of them make this mistake when they are um, when they make the confusion between have and there is. Oh my god, this is such a common mistake. Yeah, we have good students that do this mistake. I think uh, most, of, uh, most of the times students make this mistake is because they think in Portuguese. Makes sense. Totally sense. Uh, As in Portuguese, we don't have a different uh, difference between these two things. Yeah, because in general, when I use have in English, it means possession. For example, I have a cell phone, but if the cell phone is on the table, it's not a possession of the table over the cell phone, right? So it yeah. exists a phone on the table or there is a phone on the table. Yeah, if I receive every time they do this mistake, I wouldn't need to charge for the classes. I would be millionaire. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, another one that's very common, uh, the difference between a lot and very, talking about that. Oh my god, what's the difference? I'm not sure I know. <laughs> Gosh. Well, usually we use very before adjectives, right? So a lot of students use very before everything because it's the first words they learn, one of the first words they learn. And they tend to use it all the time as a filler word, too. When they don't remember or when they are thinking about the next thing to say, they say just very so they won't you know, stall. One, one interesting topic for maybe one of the next conversations is on the vocabulary of very and an adjective. Ah, uh, yeah. There are a few exceptions, but it's a, it's a great topic. I agree. 
All right. So next topic before it gets too long because it's almost in the half of the podcast. So common mistakes when they are listening. This is a tough one. Oh boy, this is a very good one. Um, okay, if you start, you start. Will you please? Okay. Well, one of the first things I see, like in the basic students, when they are just starting the course, they starting the the progress in English, they try to listen the sentence, and they don't separate the words in the head. But in English, we make the link, the connection, basically almost every time. So every time a word ends in a consonant in the next one, starts in a vowel, for example, we have this connection. And when we say that, we unite in just one word. But the student needs to separate in the head. And I don't think they do that very often. Are you telling me that native people in English, they sound just like people from Minas Gerais speaking Portuguese? <laughs> Exactly. But Minas Gerais is a little harder because you don't pronounce all the word. I mean, we pronounce half and the, the next word you pronounce half too. <laughs> we are saving energy. Come on, it's efficient. Yeah. Would be Minas Gerais the Texas of United States? Would it be? <laughs> my, my final thesis for my PhD. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I think in listening, it's a more about about it's more about that. I don't think they do another mistakes in listening. Yeah. And the mistakes in pronounce. Oh boy. Here we have a list. Oh boy. Here we have. So which one start? Do you have for us? Well, let's start with maybe I posted today on Instagram a tip about the pronounce of the H, the H starting words, for example, have, has, horse, and in Portuguese, the H is pronounced different most of the times, so we have this confusion. Another very common mistake people make in English is when they use the TH pronunciation. Oh boy. Oh, okay, but that's hard. That's a hard oh, one. Oh, come on. Is it? Yes, it is, because it's not all the time, you know. For example, as in they, we have one in the pronoun, but in the word de, for example, uh, thank you for the you. article is a little different. Thank you is a little different, so it varies a little. So I, I know the one you're talking about, the one when they are doing, for example, think. That one is hard. Think, thank. It's like voiceless and voiced, right? Yeah. How long do you, do you think it's necessary for a student to pronounce it correctly? Man, I don't know. This is a really tough question. I think the students need to repeat uh, this structure a few times and they will feel comfortable with it. Yeah. Another topic, maybe a question for you to think, but is it really necessary to pronounce it 100 correct though? Of course no. The, the important thing is communication. Everything else is... Yeah, I agree. Most of the times, I, I see this... I, I, we can consider this uh, a mistake in learning, not in the pronounce, but in learning pronounce. When they are stuck in a word, 
and they get frustrated because they can't pronounce that 100% correctly, they, they should just move on, you know, ignore that for a while. People will understand. It's like in Portuguese. We say things wrong in Portuguese all the time. Yeah, students, uh, they, they have to understand that the importance is communication, is to be understood. All right, so um, we talked, we covered the most common mistakes people do in pronouncing, writing, and listening to English. And another common mistake the students do is not about grammar, pronouncing, or listening, but how they are learning English outside the school. For example, I, I bet you know a lot of students, they... They are trying to learn English, but on weekends they watch series with Portuguese audio instead of English. This is another common topic uh, when students feel frustrated because they think they have to watch a TV series in English without subtitles in English and understand everything. This is not the case. Yeah, I advise my students even to start with the subtitles in Portuguese so they can associate what they are listening with what they are reading, and even they can comprehend and understand new words without going to the dictionary, just by association. I think the first step when you are watching TV series is to identify words, right? Yeah. And uh, the second one is to identify structures, for example, mm -hmm. a structure in the past, in the present continuous, mm -hmm. and so on. And uh, after that, if the student feels comfortable, he can change the subtitles for English, for example. And, I mean, it's an effortless learning, in my opinion. Yeah, you, you learn having fun. You get used it, too. All right, thanks, Caio. Thanks for joining me in this conversation, and I think we should do that more in the future. Thank you, and uh, I will be here again. See you guys later. See you. Come on, man. Really? Por isso que o roteiro would be good. <laughs>